Well, if you've been listening to this podcast at all <laughs> over the last few, few years, and certainly in the last few weeks, you will know that uh, as this episode goes out on Tuesday, January the 30th, at the weekend, there was this race called the Ark of Attrition. So, I've got a few shout-outs for listeners who took part in the Ark of Attrition. That's coming up. Welcome, everybody. This is the Running 44 at 60 podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Lee. Now, if you are new to the podcast, then uh, welcome. (laughs) I hope you enjoy it. And uh, you've joined episode 137, which is a good place to start, okay? Because in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the Ark of Attrition 2024 and some of the great people who listen to this podcast indeed have been guests on this podcast who took part in both the 100 and the 50. Now, if you do like this podcast and you haven't left a review yet, then please do so. The best way to do that, if you're listening to it via an app on your phone, then just find the uh, the show on your phone under, you know, in your library or whatever it is. And then click on the show, not the episode, and just scroll down. You'll see the last few episodes. And then you'll get a place to rate and review it because that would be fantastic. All right, because that makes a real difference. It helps other people find it. And we're having a bit of a surge of listening at the moment. So that's fantastic. So anyway, uh, we've had a few episodes on this podcast talking about the arc of attrition. And I was hoping the one you'd be listening to now would be my episode of me running the 50 because I was planning to record all the way around and then condense it down into uh, my uh, 15 hours or so into, uh, well, about 14 hours, I suppose. <laughs> the longest podcast. Outgun Joe Rogan. He only does about three or four hours. I'll absolutely knock him out of the park. So... Anyway, it wasn't to be um, because I got injured, as most of you will, who will listen to this will know, as I've been going banging on about it. Anyway, anyway, the, the long story is I've got a deferred place for 2025, so already focusing on that. So there we go. Right, so this episode is all about a few shout-outs, all right, and a few uh, acknowledgements of some fantastic racing that, that took place. I was at the Penzance Aid Station, which is 39 miles into the 100 race, And my job was to sit at the front desk and give that cheery welcome to everybody who came in. So if I saw you there in the 100, uh, and I I hope I did give you a cheery welcome. If I didn't, I do apologise for that. But... uh, uh, yeah, it was it was great fun being down there. Now on Sat- uh, Saturday, yes, yeah, Saturday coming, I'm going to record the next episode with my friend Andy Williams. Now Andy's been on this podcast several times, but not recently. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a podcast episode about the Ark of Attrition, but from the back of house point of view. So Andy was in charge of the St Ives checkpoint station where the, uh, the well, the front runner, he was there at 3am, but I think the leader had already gone through by then, so I don't know how that worked. But he was there right up until the last ones came through, because in the 50, the cutoff there was 5 o'clock. I think it might have been possibly 6 o'clock for the 100. I'd need to check that before I do the... Anyway, we're doing park run setup on Saturday, so we're going to record... Uh, a little episode about what it's like to be the uh, the manager of St Ives Aid Station, where it's 21 miles from the finish for both races. So there's a huge amount of activity there. And, you know, people are thinking, can I get to the finish? You know, have I got there in time? So, uh, you know, it's going to be, yeah, we're going to enjoy listening to the to that episode with Andy. Right, let's uh, let's have a little review of the arc itself. So first of all, just want to just want to share with you, if you haven't uh, realised already, the results really of the 100 
and the 50. So in the in the 100, Mark Derbyshire, what a race. So Mark Derbyshire, 1851-54. In 2022, when he ran it the 100 for the first time, no one had ever gone under 20 hours. And he went he went 19-12-48. So he absolutely smashed that outside. And I, I think he was a bit of an unknown in 2022 as well. People go, who is this guy, you know, smashing the record? Anyway, this year he broke it again. Uh, Gavin Dale, who won it in 2023, came second in 2024. And he was only 10 minutes behind his 2023 time, but 75 minutes or so behind the winner. Unbelievable. And Rob Forbes, uh, he his time was 20 hours, 30 minutes and 15 seconds. Now, I read somewhere that, uh, in, not including this one, but I think in the previous eight runnings of the ARC 100, he would have won six of them with that time. And, uh, well, he was third and he was well over an hour behind the winner. So it was incredible. Now, when those guys got to Penzance, they were pretty much, well, they were all together. uh, Gavin and Mark were together. Rob was like, came in, you know, within a a few seconds behind them. And they all pretty much left roughly at the same time. And and, And it's on open tracking, as I'm sure most of you listening to this will know. So... If you follow them up on tracking, you will see that they went through Land's End. Uh, certainly Gavin and Mark were together. Rob had dropped off the pace a little bit by then, I think. And then as they got into that back stretch on the north coast, they were still together, still together, still together. And inter- interestingly, on the, on, the, uh, on the open tracking, there's a little cup uh, that, that goes around as well. And that is the course record. Now, what we, didn't, what we don't know, maybe someone could let us know about this, we didn't know whether the cup was the place where the record holder was at that particular moment or whether that was a kind of average pace. I suspect it's where they were at that particular moment. So they were they were behind the cup. In fact, when they got to Penzance, we noticed they were a good mile or so behind the record pace. But then Mark Derbyshire, in that last 20, 30 miles, extraordinary. He caught the cup up. He caught the record, his own record up. He went past it. And he just ploughed on. So amazing result. Now, in the women's race, Sabrina Vergi, who is a, a previous holder of the 325-mile uh, Wainwrights uh, peak thing. Um, she's also the, a previous holder of the Pennine Way. And she won by, well, two hours and five seconds. She was ahead of the second lady, who was Jenny Crouch. So 23.03.40 was Sabrina's time. But again, to put that into context, uh, the record which was set in 2023 by Emma Stewart, was 21.22. So it's <laughs> just incredible that time when you think about it. You know, Sabrina won by two hours and she was still an hour and, what, 40 minutes behind the record. I found it unbelievable. And Stacey French. Now, I do know Stacey and what an incredible run Stacey had. She'd never done anything like this before. And she was third female in 25.49.38. And it was very interesting because when state we were watching Stacy because I had my iPad in the Penzance aid station and I was watching Stacy uh, with along with her colleague uh, from Truro Running Club Lucy Williams and they were sort of at one point running looked like they were running close together in around about eighth and ninth position something like that or seventh and eighth or whatever it was and uh, and then Stacy suddenly started on the tracker dropping back. And then she was 12th and then 15th and then 16th. And I thought, well, this is a bit odd. You know, she's really dropped off the pace here. And it looks as though, you know, she was either slowing down or had actually stopped. And then suddenly I looked up and there she is. She stood in front of me in the Penzance aid station. So clearly there'd be a problem with the tracker. And um, anyway, we got well, we got a message to HQ. They got the tracker sorted. And uh, we and she was 7th when she left Penzance. And um 
which is where we were probably expecting her to be when she got there. Anyway, she, then she gained, you know, those four places from then on. Fantastic, amazing run by Stacey. So, so big congratulations to all those who took part in the, hun- in the 100 and those winners as well. So uh, we'll go through a few listeners in a minute. And then just to round out the results in the 50, that was won by Lewis Ryan in eight, uh, eight hours and 10 minutes. Uh, again, the course record is uh, Mark Derbyshire from last year, 7.39. And the uh, Poppy Collingwood, don't know Poppy, but she won the ladies' race, 9.23. And again, last year, the record was set by Fiona Pascal in 8.19. So, you know, there's some incredible running going on there. And Julia Davis was second last year in 8.32. So just, just fantastic times from uh, 2023 and indeed this year. Right, so... So uh, let's have a shout out to some listeners and uh, guests who did extremely well in both 100 and the 50. So if we kick off with the 50, but first of all, um, let's let's just let's just say uh, let's say hello to Tristan Lang, Rob Thompson, and Nick Pope because those guys didn't finish the 50. Now, 24% of people didn't finish the 50. Nick had finished the 50 in 2023 and had come on the podcast to talk about it. Rob's been on the on the podcast as well, and it, I think this was Rob's first Arc Fifty, and he was just under four minutes uh, late when he got to the St Ives checkpoint, according to the data that I've seen. So, Rob, big shout out to you, fella. You know, you got as far as St Ives. You're only four minutes down, so tremendous effort. So, uh, and then uh, my running club mate Tristan Lang, who has actually got my shirt because we've got these uh, big uh, hoodies at Running Club with our initials on, and Tristan's got the same initials as me, so he's obviously got mine. <laughs> but I, I, oh, I, my heart went out to Tristan when I was watching because he got to St Ives in eight oh five, and the cutoff is eight thirty in terms of running time at that point. And I was following Tristan very inch because I, you know, Tristan is probably I don't know we're about the same. Maybe he's a bit quicker than me. So I was intrigued to know what his split times were going to be, so I can plan my own for twenty twenty five. And then, and then clearly uh, he didn't go on. Uh, well, he did go on beyond that. I found that out last night, but um, it doesn't show where you actually stopped. But he stopped three miles later at Leland Church. So um, so Tristan, you know, I I just was watching his dot and it and it's and it kind of stopped. Um, so I felt really sorry for him because he had worked so, so hard. He had put in a huge amount of mileage. But, you know, these things on the day, sometimes you can get an injury. You can just not be feeling great or your nutrition plan, for whatever reason, doesn't work. Uh, you know, there's always there's always something that you can't, uh, you know, necessarily account for. So, so anyway, I hope, Tristan, if you're listening to this, you get your entry in for 2025 and I'll see you on the start line, buddy, and we'll make it round. So in the 50, a uh, shout out to some of the people. Connor Davidson. Now, Connor, brilliant. I don't know whether you listen to this podcast, Connor, but if you are, fantastic run, buddy. 32nd, Connor is a young lad in his mid-20s was a top golfer when he was a youngster. That's how I know him. And uh, he ran 11.15. And one place behind him, Tom Morin, who's uh, who's up there in the Bude uh, Club. Callum Pinch. Callum came in in 11.59.55. Just nicked under the 12 hours. And I ran with Callum last night, actually. And uh, I was talking to him about that. And I said, did you, did you, were you gunning it at the end to get under 12 hours? And he said, well, no, not really. He said, I knew it was going to be close, but I didn't look at my watch because I thought, what the, you know, if I get under, great, but I'm not going to k- kill myself in the last 300 yards. So great that he, he managed that. Billy Deakin, 
a podcast listener who kindly gave me his place for the St. Pyrrhon's Revenge and came in 13-11, Liz Trebilcock. What a fantastic run by the president of Truro Running Club. I think Liz might be in her 60th year or getting close to it. We won't mention that, Liz, but... Uh, 13.25, an absolute storming run by Liz, you know, fantastic. Helen Mitchell, 13.52, who came in with Mark Pickin and Carl Perkins was only a couple of minutes behind them. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, and Kyle was crewed by Andrew from the running club, who was also crewing for Tristan as well. So I might get Andrew on to talk about how do you cope with crewing with two different people who suddenly are running at two different paces and you're dashing here and there. Then one of them phones you up and says, I've, can you help me because I've, I've stopped. Carrie Glenster. Carrie's been on the podcast. Carrie uh, has d- did some amazing things in 2023. And came home in 1416. Jason Mitchell's been on. Jason, uh, everybody will know Jason in the running community. He came in 1425. Dave Bettens. Now, Dave was one of those people who benefited from getting a place in the in the kind of second ballot, you know, after after the def- deferral. So, um, so 1459, terrific effort. And Mary Rossetti uh, from the running club who had who ran a couple of great races in 2023. Well, I say a couple of great races. One didn't work out for her, one did. But she came in with eight minutes to spare, 15.22. And I know Mary's target was to get under that magic 15.30. That'll be my target in 2025. I don't care if I come in in 15.29 as long as I get under 15.30. So well done to everybody in the 50. Now in the 100, you know, this is just immense, isn't it? Um, Ashley Scott uh, met Ash on the bus. Uh, which race was that? Uh, oh, the Lighthouse Marathon. That's right. Trying to get him and his mates on the podcast. I haven't managed it so far. He came seventh overall. He nearly won it a few years ago. He was second in one of the races a few years ago. Peter Sowerby. Wow. Now, Peter won't mind me saying... Well, he might mind me saying... <laughs> Peter is uh, he's nearer my age than most people's ages. So... Uh, uh, absolutely, you know, twenty three forty two. He was seventeenth overall. He was he was four, he won his age group by four hours, <laughs> and that's a ten year age group. Flipping eight, absolutely amazing race. But boy, did he uh, did he train hard. And then a big shout out to Rob Chergwin and Jig Berridge. And Jigging, you know, they've been doing some amazing training. Jig has, Jig, I don't think Jig only, I think Jig only started running about three, two, three years ago or something. He did the 50 last year and then he went for the 100 and he put in a huge amount of, of time and effort. Now, when they came through Pen, uh, Penzance, I was making a note of where everybody was and I think they were around about 70th. They were running together and in the end they came 51 and 52. So I don't know which way around it was. They crossed the line together, I think, anyway, but... Uh, Jig actually was second in Pete's age group, so but a fantastic effort, twenty-seven fifty-three for you know, f- and particularly for Jig, you know, remarkable first arc hundred, so absolutely fantastic. Phil Dorber, he was up there, he was uh, twenty-eight something from St Oslan. Wes Swain, now Wes is going to come on the podcast and talk about the silly sixty at some point, and and another couple of ideas he's got for this year. Wes came in in 28.49, just ahead of uh, Pete Walker, 29.13. Well done, Pete. And then two of the stalwarts from the ARC and the ultra-running scene, Jim Spencer, who's been on this podcast several times, and uh, his mate Rob Standing. They ran round together. To be honest, when they came into the Penzance aid station, they were <laughs> looking in the best of health, really, and I thought... And they, but they said, no, we've got a plan. We're going to go nice and gently. And these boys are experienced long-distance runners. They know what it takes to get around 100 miles. And that's what they did, 33, 34. And then next up, shout out to Harrier Frost. Harrier, congratulations, sub 34. 
Now, Harry, you will have heard me mention on uh, a recent podcast because Dr. Kaz Williams came on who talked about the mental side of running. If you haven't listened to that episode, it was a couple of episodes ago. Fantastic episode. If you took part in the arc, you probably needed to listen to it first. But if you've got a big run coming up this year, tune in. It's a fantastic episode. And that was all arranged by Harriet. And then she accidentally or casually mentioned that she was running the arc 100 when during our, our sort of email interaction when we were setting up the the uh, uh, podcast recording with with Dr. Kaz Williams. So I'm hoping I might persuade Harriet to come on here and talk about her adventure on the ARC 100, but fantastic. Sub 34, brilliant. And then last couple of people I want to mention, Ian Walker. I don't really, I know Ian, but I don't really know him, if you see what I mean. I know who he is. He's from St. Austell. Ian is, uh, well, he's close to that 7-0 category, I am told. And uh, what a phenomenal runner he is. And if you see any pictures of Ian on the Facebook pages, he is always smiling. When he came into the Penzance Aid Station, everybody knew him. He had to cope with all the girls hugging him and everything like that, you know. And he came in in 34-21, so fantastic. I'm sure he won't mind me saying if he was the oldest finisher, brilliant, you know, so... And then Jansen Cruz, another guy with a smile on his face all the way around. What a fantastic fella he is. And he, uh, he was just wanting to get round, and he did, with over an hour to spare. So there we go. Now, not everybody made it. So commiserations, George Buckley, Graham McKenna, Michael Rooney. Poor old Michael. He trained really hard as well. I know Michael. Uh, he came in the Penzance Aid Station. We'd been watching him falling down the, the, you know, the list on the tracker for a long time. And, he, you know, his hip had really started playing up at 15 miles. And at 39, he had to pull out. Lucy Williams, who won the 50 a couple of years ago. Lucy had a foot injury. She knew it was going to be really, really, you know, really tough. So um, she uh, she made it to Land's End, but quite rightly made the right decision that enough was enough. Tom Sutton from Freedom Racing, Carl Murphy. And then Simon and Colleen Finn from the Bude Rats, who... Uh, they both came in. They were running around together. They came in at Penzance. They didn't have a huge amount of time in the bank at Penzance, you know. I think it was 30, 40 minutes, something like that. But, uh, yeah, and then gradually, that, you know, that got eroded. Uh, or, they made, you know, when they got to Land's End, I think it was a bit less than that. And then that section from Pendine to Zenner, I think, caught, you know, that was that's what unfortunately did for them, in, you know, early in the morning and whatever. So, so bad luck to them. Um and the final finish, and, and also, I don't know this guy because uh, I've already mentioned Rob Thompson in the 50. Well, there was a guy called Robert Thompson in the 100, and I don't know what happened to Robert, but he got, he, according to the data, he pulled it, he, he finished at Portreath, uh, and that was 33 hours and seven minutes at Portreath, and Portreath is like four miles from the finish. So your heart goes out to that because you've done 96 of the 100. Still got three hours to go. So, some, you know, I don't know what happened to Robert, but clearly, you know, there was a big decision made by him or his crew. And uh, so there we go. So I hope whoever you are, Robert, you're back next year as well to make this happen. So there we go, folks. There's the roundup uh, of the ARC 150. We'll get one or two more episodes out of it and then we'll move on to other things. Now, if you're listening to this and you've got something really interesting coming up uh, in 2024 or you're about to do something, give us a shout, okay? because I'm always interested in sharing with listeners experiences of different races. So if you're doing something that's not been on this podcast before, get in touch, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. 
and we'll get you on there as well. And uh, so the next episode is scheduled to be, as long as I remember the recording equipment, and uh, we both make it to the start line of Park Run Setup at some unearthly hour on Saturday morning. We'll be Andy Williams telling you what it's like to be a checkpoint manager for, what, 15 hours through the night and into the next evening. So there we go, and, and all the all the goings on at St. Ives. So there'll be some stories to tell there, uh, so we look forward to that. So we'll see you then. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, congratulations if you took part, whether you finished or not, in the ARC 150. Just getting over the start line is a major, major achievement. So you should be proud of yourself, whatever happened. And let's look forward to 2025. Blimey, there's less than 12 months to go. My God, I'm already beginning to panic. All right, see you soon.